0: The Toastmasters are one of the most valuable organizations I have ever joined. And one thing I learned there is what I want to talk about. One gift that we are taking far too much for granted. And something we can hone, something we can really elevate to use to our advantage I don't know if you guess it, but hang in there because you will not only find out what this tool is, but also how we can use it much more effectively to engage our audience to talk with a lot more authority. So hang in there and see what it is. You are listening to the One Year School podcast. Are you ready to activate your focus to sharpen your memory and to release anxiety and stress, often caused by school. We are introducing experts and coaches who will enrich your life to become happy and healthy in body and mind. We also interview our students who not only have overcome dyslexia and other learning challenges, but they are thriving and leading the lives they desire and have been able to create. Today, I want to talk about one of the most effective, valuable tools. Tools that you are born with and that are free of charge. Can you guess what it is? It's our voice. And nobody tells you how to train it. Nobody usually learns at school the power of the voice because there is a voice Training around the craft, the vocal variety that you learn at Toastmasters or when you're training your voice. But there is also the art of speaking and the art of using your voice. And because of the art of it, I didn't even want to write this speech. I want to just speak in the present moment from my heart because nothing conveys a message more than actually linking it to the heart and to speak from being here right now. But let's go back to the craft, the vocal variety. There are usually five ways to modulate and use the voice really effectively. And I'm going to give you all five. The first one is Yes, that's the one, the long pause. It is extremely effective. It is effective because it makes people lean in and think, what what is coming? There is a suspense. It somehow creates a sense of what's coming next. I am getting curious. And curiosity is probably the best way to keep your audience listening to you. And it doesn't matter if that audience is on something you talk about in a video or something you talk about in front of your schoolmates and uh, during a speech and an assembly. It doesn't matter if you talk to your own family or your friends. It is a powerful tool no matter where you use it. So that long pause is really an important way and when well placed It also creates genuine interest. So if you ask a question, don't continue because you are doing a podcast or you're talking, you actually have to wait because otherwise the person doesn't think you really want to hear the answer. So what do you think? Or Where do you think? Can you use that pause effectively? Number two is elongation and as i just said it is elonging a word because that places a really strong emphasis i want you to hear it so that's very very sparingly used but when it's used it creates again that interest that that word is important yeah so use elongation whenever you feel there's something really again, it conveys emotion. The third element of a voice or vocal variety are the shades of loud or very soft and it is also just used really uh, sparingly. There is a voice quality that goes right through your speech but when you are talking louder you show excitement, you show there's something really, really passion- you're passionate about something and you want People to feel that passion, that excitement. But if you talk loud all the time, it is really, really annoying. And people switch off. And when you talk softly, just put in the words really softly, but not all the time, because there is nothing more irritating than someone who always speaks very softly. But if you use it every now and then, people lean in. People really want to hear and you almost pull them in to convey a secret or convey something that you think they will hear better when you whisper. Number four is similar. It's the speed. So you talk either very, very fast or very, very slow. The fast way is again, you know, you have a lot to say and you want to say it and you want them to get it and you want them to pay attention now. Again, all the time, people get tired of having to listen so carefully to catch what you're saying when you talk fast all the time. And sometimes, people who speak fast, you get that impression that they don't want to take up any space or they don't feel worthy of taking up your time, of taking up the space to say what they need to say. So people who talk very, very fast all the time, it is also really hard to listen. But sometimes it's effective. And when you talk really, really slowly, it is a sign of thoughtfulness. So maybe people listen more to something slow every now and then because they think you have been thinking about that or you are giving them a nugget, something that is worth thinking about and the last of your five speech craft vocal varieties is melody melody is to sort of pitch your voice higher or really low again there's just a slight variety here because if you go up and say hello wow it is a different feeling than vinegar and he came late again so it's this low and high also modulates an emotional landscape and it creates a different feeling because all these voice varieties have one thing in common they all want to pull you in to your own emotional message because without you feeling these emotions and carrying them all the words are meaningless it is just a matter of having The audience who listens, create the same emotional uh, or give them that same emotional container that you are having, because there is no better way to connect to people than having them share your feelings, your emotions. And, you know, nowadays, people's attention span is getting shorter and shorter. The last I heard of was seven seconds. And as you probably heard many times, a goldfish's attention span is 8 seconds. So unless you keep people listening because you are intriguing, they don't know what's next. You have these pauses and this variety. People are switching off after 8 or 7 seconds. Now this is a big ask <laughs> you have to create. Only the art of speaking, there is, there is a secret to that. And the secret is your own level of presence. Because every speech is really a resonance of your heart space that talks. It is is your heart that should be coming out through your mouth. And when you're able to do that, you cannot do that if your head is involved into too much past and future, because our head is for thinking and for maybe thinking, what did I want to say? Where are they going to uh, respond to that? Are they responding to that? Are they switching off? Are they judging me? All that keeps you in your head. And that is really not a good way to connect because people are only able to connect when you touch their heart. And you cannot touch their heart if you're in your head. It has to be on the same level. So, any sad stories, that's why stories are such a good way of communicating because people resonate to the feelings that are conveyed through a story. The information you're giving is often forgotten. But your heart and your feelings, and where you are present and when you are present, is when people are listening and feeling. And that's where what you say is actually what is heard. Your audience can receive a message. It's very much in your subconscious. It's not really being aware of, and it's not something you have to really put on. It is a natural way of talking. It's a natural way of how we communicate normally. But as soon as we are in front of a microphone or often in front of an audience, and there is no feedback, especially if you're talking to a microphone like me here now and i can't see the audience and i can't see the level of engagement or disengagement it's really hard to not get into an automatic way of talking or automatic way of reading something because you can't gauge engagement and so it's really important that you feel even if you're talking to your microphone or you're talking to someone on the other side of the phone, you can't see the direction, to really stay present and in your own feeling, in your own heart space. And that way, you have a really good way of the quality of the other people who are listening to you. And, you know, sometimes the way we talk is really a reflection of how we were brought up as kids. So let's see. Let's say someone, as a little kid, we are natural. We talk whatever we want to, without thinking. We are really expressive, and we may talk too much. An adult who says, oh, Jimmy, don't talk all the time. You talk far too much. You perceive that as a big criticism, as a judgment, and make the assumption, the less I talk, the more I will be loved, or the more I will be judged positively, and people become more quiet, So they talk less, or when they talk, they talk more quietly. And people who grew up in large families, um, a guy who has five, six sisters, they talk all the time, he never gets a word in, he will become very quiet and talk very softly. So being aware of that, think back, how did you grow up? Were you heard? Were you listened to? How is your voice now reflecting that past? Is it reflecting how you think you grew up? I personally, I think I grew up mm, having to be seen but not heard. Probably not asked a lot of questions. It's more assumed that I have not much to say. So what is your story? Because your voice makes all the difference. Imagine, you like movies, don't you? If you go to a movie, why do you think they pay huge amounts of money to a really good actor if anybody could just read or recall the lines? It's a good actor who actually feels it and who is actually perceiving or giving back with his voice and his actions and his feelings the emotions that he wants the audience to feel. That's where he gets paid for, what what he gives out and what comes back. Because let's face it, our brains are really like a mp3 player that plays back the conditioning of our early childhood. And we have every ability and opportunity to change that. And often being aware of it is the first step. And when you become aware of it, where's my voice? Am I talking like a one-note wonder? Am I always on the same note? I mean, I personally, my biggest challenge is my accent. Nobody will want to listen to it. And that's why I talk less or often used to talk talk less. But now, I'm thinking, doesn't matter. Whoever wants to listen, listens. The others have already switched off by now. And it is staying in the present moment, you are in a zone and it is in the zone where you find yourself having the most effect on other people. Because being in that zone, being in the moment, your heart can resonate and you play the full orchestra of your emotions and of your heart through your voice you're kind of grounded in that space of your heart. And nothing can change more than that groundedness of your heart where you are hurt by others. So next time you talk, or you do a recording, or you have a speech at school, or you do a presentation at work, just watch one thing more than anything else. Am I here? Am I here now? Am I fully present? And what bubbles up is often not exactly what you wanted to say or what you had written down beforehand, but it is what people need to hear. Because in that space, we resonate with one another and it's not always known. What does the other person need to know? When I write my speech, I don't know but when I'm in the present moment, something comes up that is beyond what I expected and it is beyond of what I want you to say. I hope that helped you. Enjoy your voice. And let it be an auditory mirror because that's how you will be perceived. Not so much what you say, but how you say what you say. Did you know that 43.7% of Australians between the ages of 15 and 74 are functionally illiterate, according to a recent OECD survey? Yes, most of them can read, but basic literacy is not enough to effectively participate in today's life. If you have to read a text several times to fully understand, you may be dyslexic. That doesn't mean you should work harder or study longer, quite the opposite. I've created a brand new audio program entitled Focus and Read. This course will give you all the tools to focus, read and comprehend. And the program is absolutely free. It's my gift. say thank you for subscribing to the one year school podcast and joining our community that helps our bright visual students to acquire the skills necessary to step into the vision of the future that they desire so register right now simply by visiting theoneyearschool.com so www.theoneyearschool.com and click on focus and read unlike school the one year school helps you to use your own creativity to learn differently, to read without repeating, to write with confidence and upgrade literacy and numeracy.